What's up, everybody? This is Sean Mangoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. My prayer is that you encounter God as a result of listening to this sermon today. Enjoy. What's up, everyone? Here we are, part two, Thoughts and Feels. Uh, Last week, we talked uh, more specifically about the soul um, and specifically uh, really talked about our emotions and how God sanctifies us in this area. And so today we're going to talk about the mind. All right, we're going to talk about the mind a little bit and just how we're stewards of our being. We're stewards of our this vessel God has given us. And so we're talking about that today. And our, our goal here is that with the subtitle with the series is uh, Walk in soul health or walking in soul health. So let's jump right in. As always, just as a reminder, you can get our sermon notes on the Uversion Bible app. You can either scan the QR code if you're watching this or text the word sermon, S-E-R-M-O-N to 323-405-3232. And that's a way to get um, the sermon notes for today. So Father, We thank you, Lord, for your word today, and we pray that we get some tools that we can apply to our spiritual life, and we can bear fruit unto you as a result. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and all of God's people said amen. All right, (coughs) so let's jump in. Uh, the text, 1 Thessalonians, <coughs> excuse me, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 to 24. This is our text for the month. This, this pretty much says it all. The whole scriptural basis of this series is kind of wrapped up in these two verses. Here it is. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. All right? And so we really dove into those verses last week. We got definitions of words, kind of broke down God's heart in sanctifying us, making us holy, working his will in us, changing us, so we can represent him well, all that good stuff, okay? And so today we're gonna talk about, here is, here is the first thought here, first point is, is that we're stewards of our being. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that you're a steward, more than anything, really, you're a steward of this vessel God has given you. Your very being, you are accountable for. Can I get an amen? We're accountable to God what we do with our mind. We're accountable to God, what we allow or use our emotions for, okay? We're accountable for what we do with our body, okay? And we're gonna get into even more specifically um, the accountability of what we do with our, our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, what we do with our body, okay? Next month, sorry, not next month, within the next couple of weeks. But today, that's just kind of the big idea is to understand that, man, we're, we're a steward of this. So our will comes into play. 
with our, for our sanctification, right? Our willingness, our surrender comes into play when it comes to us honoring God with our body, with our emotions, and with our mind, all right? And so here it is. Let me ask it in the form of a question for you today. Here's the big question for today is how are you stewarding your vessel? All right, how are you stewarding your vessel? And what I mean by that is all of who you are and what you are, your whole spirit, soul, and body. I don't have this particular verse in my notes, so I don't have the exact address off the top of my head. But the Bible says, right, um, multiple times, you know, in the context of what we're talking about, but it does say that, you know, we were purchased with a price. We are not our own. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. Okay, so if this belongs to God, then I am simply stewarding it. Can I get an amen, somebody? Right, so I am stewarding my body. I am stewarding this mind. And uh, when it come, when we talk about stewardship, we, we speak of a couple things that this is God's, number one. Um, I am accountable for it. And there are blessings and rewards attached to my stewardship. Hallelujah. All right? All right? So praise the Lord. So once again, how are you stewarding your vessel? Let's go to our next verse here in Romans chapter 12. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Okay? Verse 1 and 2. It says this very familiar verse. This speaks of our thoughts and our feels, okay? And um, gives us some principle, some idea, some truth concerning us walking out and walking in soul health. All right, here we go. I beseech you therefore, brethren. So he's talking to the people of God, the church. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, all right? That you present your bodies, you present, somebody say stewardship, right? This is, you present your bodies a living sacrifice. It's basically saying, man, that, that what we do with our body or not, you know, can be considered a presentation to the Lord and an act of worship. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy all right, so God intended that with this vessel God has given us, that we would present it to God as a sacrifice. Okay, what is that saying? That, that, that as Christians, you know, we're not supposed to just always do what we feel, right? Because feelings and how we feel can be diametrically opposed to the will of God, right? It's not that feelings are bad. But feelings can be deceptive from a truth perspective, from a spiritual perspective, uh, from a spiritual perspective, our feelings can be very misleading, deceptive, and in a sense, our feelings will lie to us. Our emotions will, can lead us down a road that is totally unholy, not of God, and we will suffer the consequences as a result. Somebody say amen today. All right, look at that you, you present 
your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Some versions say reasonable act of worship. Okay, so it's just saying that, man, the, 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 this vessel God has given us, we present it to God. We don't just go around just doing what we feel like all the time. Okay, that's Romans 12, 1. Now let's read Romans 12, 2. Okay, Romans 12, 2. And, and, and it just kind of continues here. It starts with the word and. So and. Okay, so first talk about your body, your vessel, really your entire vessel. Now it's going to be very specific to talk about our mind. It says, and don't, do not be conformed to this world. Okay, what is the world? Okay, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Okay, that's the spirit of this world. And it's saying, don't be like the world. Okay, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, I'm gonna, um, we're gonna talk about this verse just for a little bit, but first I just wanna share with you the definition of the word renewing. Okay, so it says, do not be conformed to this world. Okay, and I think, I don't, I don't think you need to be super spiritual to be able to look at the world the system of this world and say, man, that God doesn't want us to live like that, okay? But it says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So this word transformed, I'm gonna say this first, and I'm gonna give you really read through the definition of the word renewing, okay? But this word transformed, it's, it's where we get the word metamorphosis. So it speaks of a process of change, a transformation, metamorphosis. Um, changing from one thing to the other. So like I said last week, this area of our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, this area of our life is transformed over time. It's a process of being changed, right? So this is that part of us, man, that's being sanctified and being renewed and being transformed. So just understand, be encouraged that that transformation of mind, transformation of soul is a process that we submit to. And the way we begin that process is we present our vessel to God. We say, Lord, I was bought with a price. This, this, is, this vessel you've given me to steward and I present it to you, God. I present it to you. I, I, I give you, I, you know, it's just, that's, that, that, it's that simple that as an act of faith, we say, God, this vessel is yours. I choose to glorify you in and through this vessel. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's as simple as that. That, that, that There it is. The, you know, so all this language here, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, accepted for God, which is a reasonable act of worship, service. I mean, really what you're looking at there is just worship. It's, it's prayer. It's coming to God. It's, it's just consciously saying, Lord, this vessel is yours. You know, that's the starting point. Lord, this vessel is yours daily. God, this is, this is yours. This is your vessel. God, you paid the price to redeem me. Lord, here is my soul, my body, my spirit. I present it to you to glorify you today. My mind, my eyes, my ears, my hands, my body, every part of me, every cell in my body, I present it to you, as, as, which is my reasonable act of worship, my act of service to you today. Here it is, Lord. I am yours. I, I present my body as a living sacrifice. Come on now, all right? And then it goes on to say, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, this process of, of transformation 
uh, happens in our mind. And this word renew, it's speaking of renewing the mind. Why? Why is this language used for the mind? Why is this language used for the body? Because this is where our will comes in, folks. This is where this is where we start to grow in the Lord. This is where we start to develop our relationship with Jesus. It's in the area of our mind just and, and everything we've thought and learned through life, this world, and the enemy, and could even be literal demonic influence from, from not walking with God and just the world, and what, the way we were taught, and the way our society is, and the way that, the, you know, maybe our belief system, maybe false religion, the worship of false gods. I don't, I don't know what your specific story is or where you specifically come from and what you specifically need to be renewed of, but every last one of us need this. This is, this is where the walk with God really is, man. This is, this, is on, this is on the daily, right? And so we see here that God is inviting his people through the Apostle Paul to, to the church of Rome. Hey guys, um, step into this. Uh, this is our walk with God. This is where we're changed. This is where we grow. This is where we start to get free in our minds, okay? And so this word renewing, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's interesting that the transformation of our life, a huge part of it is the renewal of our mind. And so this word renewing in the Greek, anakinosis, anakinosis. It's, it's, it's really two words and it means as the result of completing a process, becoming something fresh and new. So think about that, your mind. The way you used to think, the way you used to view people, or maybe you still struggle with these things, but here we go. The way we view others, view God, view ourselves, the way we think, the meditation of your heart, the, 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 where your mind goes, right, that isn't of God, think about this stuff. And it's saying that the way we are transformed, the way we are changed on the interior is when we allow the Lord to renew our mind, to allow us to go through a, the process, completing a process, and as a result, becoming something fresh and new. What am I saying? You don't have to live with the mindset that you had before Christ. You don't have to be in bondage to the ways of thinking you had before Christ. You do not have to live in the bondage of, of thinking that is contrary to God, against God, at enmity with God, and, 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 and full of lies. We as believers do not have to live in that way. We can be renewed. We can go through a process of submitting to God's will, submitting to God's word, and allowing him to make our mindset and our thinking something fresh and new. That's what it means to renew, okay? Properly, this is what it means. New development, renewal achieved by God's power, okay? So look at in our minds, none of us have completely and totally arrived, right? We positionally are in Christ, the righteousness of God in Christ. 
We have peace with God. We can approach the Father in the name of Jesus. We are in Christ. Christ is in us. We're completed in him. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And all that good stuff, positionally, I, yes and amen. And, and from that position and in that position is where now we start to be changed as we submit our will to the Lord and allow him to bring us through the process through reading the word, prayer, worship, communion with God, community with God's people, you know, growing in relationship with other people in faith and through faith, I am telling you, all of those things contribute to the renewing of your mind. All right? We are transformed. When we submit ourselves, our bodies, as it says in verse one, it's a living sacrifice. We position ourselves to be renewed. Every last one of us, we need to, we need to deal with the stinking thinking. Okay? The stinking thinking. Right? It's kind of like development. It speaks of going through the process that God calls us into and undergoing development and coming into new development. You know, um, God wants to, in a sense, like if we were to kind of correlate this to a computer system, it's like a download. It's like, a, it's like an update, right? You know, on our phones, a lot of times now, um, there's just automatic updates. We don't even realize it. But when the technology is upgraded, the apps in our phones need to follow with that new technology. And so they're just, they get upgraded. And so when we're obedient to the Lord, we're walking in obedience. We're, we're following Jesus. On that road is where we receive updates. We get new development. We are obedient to the Lord, walking with him, doing what he's called us to do, being who he's called us to be. And on that road of obedience, we're submitting our bodies, our vessel to the Lord, and he is then transforming our mindset. We are being renewed in our mind. We are completing a process. And as a result, our minds are becoming fresh and new. All right? And so here's my next point. Mind changed equals purpose fulfilled. Okay, because the last part of verse two says this, guys. I'll read the whole part of verse two. Let's read it one more time. So Romans chapter 12, verse two. And do not be conformed to this world. Okay? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, okay, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So when we allow God to renew our minds through his word, change our thinking, literally change our thinking, we then are empowered by the Holy Spirit, God's grace, to manifest, to prove, to bring forth the will of God in our life. That you may prove, that you may bring forth, okay? You may walk in, that you may cause yourself, in a sense, through God's grace and power, to live in that what is good and acceptable and perfect, the 
the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So look at mind changed equals purpose fulfilled. And when I say purpose, I'm speaking of God's will, okay? Or we can say it this way, you know, we say it differently. Mind changed equals God's will fulfilled, all right? And, and if we're honest, right, our minds can get in the way of fulfilling God's will. I'm telling you right now, your mind is a key to this because how many people, think about this, how many people have encountered the power of the Holy Spirit, encountered Jesus, right? And they did not allow themselves to be renewed by the word and their minds literally got them out of the will of God, disobedient to God, back into sin, back into perversion, just, just falling away from God and his will. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we must not only be a people that encounter God and his power and his grace, but that we submit our will to his plan and his work in us after that encounter, all right? So God's intention is that our minds are a tool in fulfilling God's purpose. I'm gonna say it one more time. God's intention is that our minds are a tool in fulfilling God's purpose. Ephesians chapter four, verse 17 to 24. And there's really one main verse I want to read out of this that really speaks to the renewing of the mind and kind of gives us kind of the next point as we're journeying through this, this uh, message today and just seeing this, this important aspect of renewing the mind. Okay, but um, I wanted to kind of read it in context. So I'm reading a good chunk of verses here at Ephesians 4. And, and those that know anything about Ephesians, first three chapters of Ephesians about, is about Christ and who we are in him. It really speaks to our identity. In chapters 4, 5, and 6, it speaks of walking out that identity. And so, of course, when we talk about the renewing of the mind and, and sanctification and walking out, working out our salvation with fear and trembling and really kind of boots on the ground daily, living for the Lord, um, sooner or later, we're going to end up in Ephesians uh, 4, 5, and 6, because that's what it is. I love Ephesians, just identity, grace, who we are in Christ, chapter 1, 2, and 3, chapters 1, 2, and 3, chapters uh, four, five, and six. Okay, now let's walk it out. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's truly live the life uh, that we profess. Okay, so here we go. Ephesians chapter four, verse 17 and 24. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. Right, this, can't, this says it all here, okay? In the futility of their mind, the emptiness of their mind, not sanctified, not touched by the Lord, not being renewed. He's saying, man, this thing is, our minds, from a spirit, on a spiritual level, our minds without the touch of God, without, us, without, without it being renewed, man, it's just, you know, from a spiritual perspective, from an eternal perspective, it is futile, it is empty, it is void of divine purpose. Can I get an Amen. So in the futility of their mind, verse 18, having their understanding darkened. So it's possible, man, that in our humanity, that our minds, our understanding of just life is darkened. It's empty and void, all right? And it says, and as a result of that, it says they've been alienated from the life of God. 
because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. Verse 19, who? Being past feeling, meaning, you know, numb, no conviction, no conviction of right or wrong, okay? Having given themselves over to lewdness, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm telling you, the renewal of the mind is so important for the, you know, from an eternal perspective. It is, I mean, if you just look at Romans 12, 1 and 2, and you cross-reference these verses, man, you see the, this speaks of the bitter outcome of an unrenewed mind, the bitter outcome without being in community with Christ and our minds being subjected to his will. It says, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness. I am telling you an unchecked mind, an unsubmitted mind, an, an unrenewed mind. May we give ourselves to lewdness, okay, sin. And it says to work all uncleanness with greediness. What did I say, folks? Our minds can get in the way of fulfilling God's purpose. Verse 20, verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. Verse 21, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Verse 22, that you put off concerning your former conduct whatever that might be. The old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. See how the mind is all part of this process. Verse 23, and be renewed. Here it is, in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed, renewed. Going through a process in God's will, allowing him to put you through a process of your mind being transformed and changed and becoming new and fresh. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. See, the mind is connected so much to our continued walk with God. Like God isn't gonna just let the mind pass. He ain't just gonna, you know what I mean? He's it. He, he wants to sanctify us completely, our whole spirit, soul, and body, be preserved blameless unto his coming. I am telling you right now, the mind. God has got the, our mind on his radar. God has got our mind in his crosshairs, right? Okay, I don't want you to make it, make it sound like God, God wants to blow your mind up or something. But I mean, this is God's heart. This is God's focus, okay? He is focusing on our mind because he knows. God knows us. He knows us. He created us. He knows the way he created us, and he needs to get to our mind, to change our mind, to wash our mind from the sin, perversion, ungodliness, darkness, and ignorance that is in this world. Somebody needs to say amen. So here we go. My next point, just to tie into this verse and kind of continue with what we're talking about here is renewing the mind is a spiritual process. It says being renewed in the spirit of your mind. I'm telling you, it is the, the renewal of the mind and the changing of the mind, is, it, it's a spiritual thing at work here. It is a spiritual thing at work. This is spiritual, folks. It is a spiritual work. 
It is a spiritual work. Renewing the mind is a spiritual process that God desires for us to go through. To go through. And, 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 and look, I'm not trying to put the renewal of the mind in this one category, okay? I don't want to put it in this one category. I was raised in, 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 in once I got saved, raised, once I got saved as a teenager. Um, and a lot of what I learned about was, you know, the renewing of the mind is, is, is through the word, just reading the Bible. Yes, it is. But according to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I mean, that the renewing of the mind isn't just some like learning the Bible, although we want to be Bible literate and we want to apply the scripture to life. And yes, um, I'm not going to make that any less, but let, let, me, let me just say some other things that are a part of your journey with God and your walk with God other than simply reading and even meditating on the word. It is that we are obeying God and that we are following him, and that we are uh, obeying the voice of the Lord, whether that is obeying him in our hearts um, when he convicts us of sin and things in our life that are right, or it's obeying him in directional things where he's calling you to go and to do and to be a part of this and to, and to, and to maybe initiate some relation with somebody or that, that, that you know is, is going to be, is part, you feel in your heart, that just part of your journey with God and just, developing these relationships with other believers. I'm just saying, um, let's not just put renewal of the mind in personal Bible study time. It, it's, it's also just us making that effort, putting our will into spending time in God's presence and prayer and worship, community with, with the people of God. I'm telling you, all of that um, contributes to the renewal of the mind, to the our minds by the work of God and God's grace becoming fresh and new and that we're renewed in the spiritual aspect of our mind all right so renewing the mind is a spiritual process here i got one more verse we're going to close with this verse romans chapter 8 verses 5 to 8 romans 8 verse 5 to 8 for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh speaking of carnality the things of this world Okay, flesh just isn't, I know sometimes we think of flesh, we think of like, maybe it's for men, we think about, oh, like sexual sin, sin out, sex outside of marriage in any context, in any way, is a sin. Sometimes we look at the lust of the flesh, you know, and yes, that is a lust of the flesh, but it could be, um, the lust of the flesh could be anything, any, any inordinate desire for something that is natural and driving you. I mean, lust of the flesh could be food. Of course, there's nothing wrong with eating food. There's nothing wrong with sex, but in a certain context, yes, but it can be that. It can, lust of the flesh could just be lazy, just not, just laziness could be the flesh, right? Just doing what we feel like. Sometimes our flesh could be just saying what we feel like. I'm mad, so I'm just gonna tell people off. That's, that's the lust of the flesh, okay? So, but the Bible talks about, hey, that, that for those who live according to the flesh, man, I'm telling you, when we give ourselves to the flesh, we live according to the flesh, I'm telling you, our minds, right? It sets our minds on the things of the flesh. For those who live according to the flesh, the things, uh, sorry, um, they set their things on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, speaking of the Holy Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Verse six, for to be carnally minded is death, okay? But to be spiritually minded, minded is life and peace. Verse seven and eight, because the carnal mind is at enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then 
Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So I just want to close with these thoughts. As we just read Romans 8, verse 5 to 8, okay? I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, and then we're going to pray. But as it says, you know, those who live according to the flesh set their minds, mindset, on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. When we present our bodies, there's something, as we said in, in the, 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 the other verse in Romans 12, there's something about our worship, guys, our will, where we say, God, I'm yours. And then the mind follows. And I, I, I'm telling you, like, how do, we, how do we do this? How do we, I'm just gonna give you a simple thing here. And, and, and it's kind of the same way here. Um, in Romans 8, um, that let me encourage you, the areas of your mind you're struggling in, okay? Your mind is drifting, your mind is taking control, your mind's leading you down darkness, ignorance, I don't know. What it, whatever it might be, let me say this right now. What is in your power? What can you do? And simply, in prayer, go to God. Say, God, I'll present my body as a living sacrifice. Here, I'm yours. In faith, surrender your vessel to God. In faith, okay? That's the starting point, because the Bible says you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, right? And then it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I really believe there's something about our surrender to God and our obedience to God in faith from the onset that can set our minds in the right direction. Because it says here, those who live according to the flesh, they set their minds on the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, their minds. So our minds will follow. In a sense, I'll say it this way. In faith, pursue Jesus. No questions asked. Lord, I'm yours. And according to these verses, we see this principle that if we truly surrender to the Lord, if we truly present our bodies, worship, prayer, and just in obedience to what he's calling you to do, your mind will follow. Your mind will catch up. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's the only way, but, but what I am saying, I'm trying to give you something to say, how do I deal with this mind of mine that drifts, that gets all caught up and intertwined and entangled in things that are just not of God? Let me, let me, let me tell you right now, I'm going to say it one more time here. I'm going to put some tools in your hand. In faith, present your life to God daily, right? And allow your mind to follow, all right? Those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Because it says here in verse seven, because the carnal mind is at enmity against God. When our minds are just full of our own selfish desires and the things of this world, it literally sets us against God. That's what it says. Because the carnal mind is at enmity against God. None of us will consciously want to be against God. Okay? For it, speaking of a carnal mind driven by the flesh, it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. 
We need to be people of the Spirit, present our bodies to God. So the carnality of our minds opposes God and His will. But if we submit our bodies, submit our vessels to the Lord, we allow God to change our thinking, to be in line with His thoughts, right? We're going to produce fruit. Because the Bible says that, that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So here's my last point. Good stewardship produces good fruit. When, when we submit our minds to the Lord, we allow him to renew it. Man, what is the result? What does it produce? Life and peace. The Bible says to be carnally minded is death. All right, but to be spiritually minded is what? What's the outcome? Life, the life of God, the presence of God, the spirit of life and peace. Peace, wholeness, completeness in God, okay? All right, and so we must, in, 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 you apply this to your life, let me pray here in just a moment, but we must renew that part of us, whatever that part is that you can be honest about, we, we must renew that part of us that has a tendency to go against God and his will. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you right now for everybody here. I pray in Jesus' name that you do your work in them, God, that they learn to be renewed in the spirit of their mind. Lord, that they would truly submit and surrender all to you, that they would truly present their bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you, which is our reasonable act of worship. It's our reasonable service unto you. And so, God, I pray that those joining today would do just that. They would do just that. And I pray in Jesus' name that this year, as we surrender, Lord, we will experience life and peace in our being and in, in our life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And my prayer is that you go out there and you change your world through the power of Jesus Christ. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings and follow us on social media and check out our website at hopelandla.com. Peace.